The show made for moms and families. It's Channel Mom. Let's be honest. Moms should get more credit. Back when I became a mom, I discovered that people honored my career more than my motherhood. But that's backwards because moms are raising that next generation and the world depends on us to do it well. So moms, this is your time to sit back, relax, and let Channel Mom cheer you on and equip you in your job as a mom because you're doing some of the most important work on the planet. Channel Mom, we encourage moms. Now, here's your host, Jenny Dean Schmidt. Hey, everybody. Welcome to every mom out there and anybody else who's listening today. Kids, dads, dogs, cats. I am Jenny, and this is Channel Mom, where we encourage moms. We try to focus on your amazing value because I think so many moms traipse through the world thinking nobody notices and is grateful for all that they do. But we are for all that you do. All right. Question for you. What group of women has huge potential to lead mothers to more fulfillment in their lives, in faith, life, and parenting. What group of moms can do that for you? The answer is women of the Bible. Our guest today will help us find courage and confidence and calling and blessing, all of that using examples of moms in the Bible. Plus, she's going to share her miraculous story about the life of her daughter. Huge inspiration for you, mom. So stick around for that in just one minute on Channel Mom. Moms are a big deal, but sometimes the world forgets. That's why Channel Mom Media and Outreach is here. We exist to love, coach, and encourage every mom, whether she's struggling with parenting, single motherhood, homelessness, or locked in prison. On the radio and social media, Channel Mom works to remind each mom of her importance and give her the latest and best advice. We also reach out to moms with our hands and feet, helping homeless and incarcerated moms, as well as moms in the country and mothers in the city. You can join our work by praying for us, volunteering, or giving at ChannelMom.com. The Army National Guard plays a vital role in your community. We're on the front lines supporting essential personnel, first responders, law enforcement, and medical professionals, delivering food, supplies, and medicine, keeping communities safe, making a difference. During emergencies, we're always ready, always there. Learn more about part-time service in the Army National Guard at nationalguard.com. Sponsored by the Colorado Army National Guard. Aired by the Colorado Broadcasters Association at this station. Channel Mom with Jenny Dean Schmidt. Hey, how you doing today? I was thinking, you know, I'd have to drive down from the mountains when I do this show. And I was thinking about moms who just have, <laughs> have had it. Whether it's fear or worry or lack or strife or anger or... It just things not working the way that you want them to in your life, with your children, with your spouse, with a lack of a spouse, whatever it is. I just want you to know that that is why this show exists, is to encourage you and remind you of the good stuff and remind you of your incredible purpose. And so I just, I feel for you, because I was feeling half of those things as I was driving down the mountain today. Like, some days I just feel like... <laughs> a loser. Like I just can't get past the problems that I've had for years. And, and I just want to encourage you. And I hope this today's show is a huge encouragement to you. I'm going to do a little shout out here to a couple of folks, and then we'll move on with our guest who I know is going to bring you some inspiration for your mothering life coming up here in just a sec. But first, a shout out to our moms. 
across the country in uh, Omaha and Lincoln, Nebraska, Little Rock, Arkansas. So grateful for you guys. Colorado Springs, Idaho, also Oklahoma, and right here in Denver. I think we may have some folks coming on in Illinois, too. Super excited about that. And also remember, we're very grateful for our podcast listeners, and we can now be found in a lot more places. Spotify, Audible with Amazon, Apple, Google Podcasts. Um, So go find us. Channel Mom, one word. Find us wherever you get your favorite podcasts. And then I've got a little question for you, a little sponsor of ours. Do you suffer with neck pain? I just woke up with neck pain yesterday. Back pain, headaches, carpal tunnel, numbness, tingling, uh, bulging or herniated discs, or even sciatica problems. Maybe you're tired of covering up your symptoms with drugs or needle injections. Wouldn't you rather have lasting relief and natural healing without the drugs or the surgeries? So I've got a little recommendation for you. Love these people. You can book online today with Campbell Chiropractic at CentennialFamilyChiro.com. They've got a special going on right now. They say when you book online at centennialfamilychiro.com, just mention us, Channel Mom. And then if uh, their new patient price from, uh, I think it's about $410, that's right, $410 new patient price goes down to 47 bucks. But you got to do that in the next couple weeks. You got to mention Channel Mom. 410 goes down to 47 yeah, yeah, just to get checked and helped. So I hope you'll try them out. CentennialFamilyChiro.com and mention Channel Mom. All right. I'm excited about this. She is D- Dr. Marina Hoffman. She's a professor at Palm Beach Atlantic University in Florida. That sounds like a place I'd rather be right now than snowy Denver. Uh, an expert and author on women in the Bible and a frequent media guest. She's also written this new book, Women in the Bible, and it's a small group Bible study. It's available at womeninthebible.info. Plus, she's got an incredible testimony about her husband saving her life and then the miraculous story of becoming a mom. So we want to welcome Marina to Channel Mom. Welcome, Professor Hoffman. Hi, Jenny. So glad to be with you and all our moms today. Thank you so much for saying so. Okay, so you have an incredible story. I I watched your testimony online. So I want moms to just get invested in who you are and what you're trying to bring to them. So why don't you give them a little background about um, this (laughs) miraculous story of your life being saved with your husband, and then we'll move on to the miracle of your daughter. Thanks, Jenny. And I loved your opening because it's so true that we all have challenges and we all have those rough days. And I've certainly had a good number of them. But how wonderful that we also know God's faithfulness and really that God can do more than we can ask or imagine. Mm -hmm. And eight years ago, I was in a car wreck with my husband. I say a car wreck. Our our vehicle was sandwiched. It was like a pancake flattened. And the impact was 140 miles an hour. So your listeners will know that is worse than standing in front of a moving train. Um, We had so many injuries. My husband had all kinds of broken bones and didn't even know if he'd ever be able to walk again. I had four lacerations to my bowel, so it's no exaggeration that I was almost dead by the time I reached the hospital of internal problems. But, you know, God was faithful. And a couple weeks later, after a bunch of surgeries, we were in okay shape, still a lot of pain. But, Jenny, I suffered... Um, a brain injury, which led to all my memories being just gone. I couldn't speak. My speech was gone. And then more tests showed I had severe PTSD, severe anxiety and depression. So it was a really dark time and a long road to recovery. Yeah. But hold on, you missed <laughs> you missed the part that I thought was so cool. It doesn't, it doesn't take more than 30 seconds. But, but your husband sacrificed himself. He thought he was going to die to save you, yes? 
Yes, Jenny, at the moment that he, he's like, his mind went into slow motion. He felt the brakes disengage and he no longer had any control. So in that moment, he figured he would die. He was sure of it and that he could save my life. So he threw his body over to me. And Jenny, that in itself was an incredible miracle. He laid down his life for me and it saved me from having any of the airbags because airbags deployed i would have died instantly he held my head back so i didn't have a worse brain injury and would you believe it jenny the other car hit us and pushed our engine into his car seat and no one knew how he survived and the the detective came and said sir we can't figure out how you and your wife are alive your wife should be dead with the airbags and the engine was sitting in your seat how are you here today well even with his seatbelt on the thrust of throwing his body over meant that the engine only crushed his hip instead of crushing his whole body oh, praise god that's, that's awesome and i'm so glad you're here to be a mom so tell oh, us you. you you were basically told you're probably not gonna be able to have kids because of all these the injuries on your abdomen area so t- tell me what happened that's right. Another miracle. So two years later, we had recovered quite a bit, and I really longed for a child. That had been my life dream. I know that's not so common in society, but that was my dream, and I was from God. And I said, Lord, please give me a child. And yet here the doctor does all these tests and puts a piece of paper in front of me that says your chance of pregnancy is something like 0.0001. What a crushing moment. And then what a moment of relief to follow in thinking, Lord, this is no longer about me eating healthy or getting exercise. This stat means it's now a God-sized prayer request. So you need to intervene. And sure enough, again, God gave me more than I could ask or imagine. I got pregnant. And Jenny, then another miracle in pregnancy, she was a wild thing, kicked me day and night. And so by six months, I had no more internal scarring and I was pain-free in my body. And my brain injury was massively healed with all the pregnancy hormones. Can you believe it? I never, after the six months of pregnancy, I've never returned to depression, anxiety. So again, to all your listeners, even when we have to hold on to the promise God can do more than we can ask or imagine and his redemption and restoration never ends. Amen. I mean, you should see this per- person. I, I Sometimes I wish I was back on television so I could show you the people I'm interviewing because Marina is absolutely darling. You can't tell in any way that she's ever been in a you know very um, traumatic accident. But I agree with you, sweetheart. I, 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 I ache for women to have that trust in God and that peace that passes understanding and that hope, even when they're in the midst of something really dark and really difficult, that he can come through for them. I struggle with that daily. I struggle with worry and fear. So I, my hope is that your story will give somebody hope like man she got past it he, he brought her through it so that's awesome all right let's get to your book women in the bible small group bible study and what you do is you pull out um seven or eight seven stories or is that eight, eight, eight stories. stories of of different women in the bible and especially mothers and how they can teach very instructive lessons to the moms in the 21st century i love these lessons we're, we're going to land on one mom in particular but we're going to try to get to two and and i i i'm going to set you up it's mary the mother of jesus so so why wouldn't we focus on her she is one that you study in your bible study and and i recently was watching the chosen you know i imagine a lot of folks out there have watched the chosen and parts of it of course it does not 
um, draw its dialogue specifically from Scripture, but it tries to adhere to what it you know sees as complete biblical truth. And I was watching this scene between Mary and Jesus in the Chosen. He's adult, an adult now. He's now ministering to people, and she's talking about you know the time when she just took care of him when he was a little baby, and he actually needed her. He cried for her. He needed to be held by her. He needed to receive her warmth. So, so this is the setup about how Mary was feeling about Jesus being grown up and not needing her anymore. But he was crying and he needed me. And I wondered how long that would last. He doesn't need me anymore. Not since we taught him how to walk and eat. He hasn't needed me for a long time, I suppose. And after Joseph passed, may he rest in peace. He grew up even quicker. And I wish I could say that made me happy. Of course, as a Jew, I'm excited to see everything he does for our people, and I'm proud of him. But as a mom, it makes me a little sad sometimes. Ugh. <laughs> it's good. It's hard for me to talk on the radio after I hear a scene like that. She's explaining that as a mother, she she loved to be needed by her son Jesus, and then as he grew, she needed him more than he needed her, and and that was a little bit heartbreaking to her. And then there's this beautiful scene that after a day of ministering to to people and healing people, and he he comes back with, barely able to walk, and he's got blood all over him, and and he. Uh, is it can barely bend over to take off his sandals so his mother after just that scene saying she does he doesn't need me anymore comes rushing to his side to 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 help him and to, and to wash his feet and and this is how that unfolds you got blood on your hands one more there we go i'm a mess good you could hear that it's, it's a little tough because it's quiet dialogue but jesus says to his mother right after she says he doesn't need me anymore what would i do without you ima you know that's the, I think the hebrew term for mother and i ugh, this was the great setup for you marina because i thought mary the mother of jesus went through so much and so she has so many lessons to pass on to us and you have delved into that in your study so i would love for you for the next 10 minutes or whatever just to just to take us through the lessons that mary has to pass on to, to moms in the modern day oh yeah what a beautiful quote and i think one that we can all resonate with so much even myself my little dollar is only three and a half and yet I'm so afraid she'll never call me mama again. And yet every time she falls or hurts herself or needs something, there comes that sweet name she uses, mama, when she needs me still. So a beautiful quote. And, you know, you look at the life of Mary, and she gave her all, of course, when Jesus was young, answering the call that the angel gave to her. But then we see her throughout Jesus' life. She's the impetus for Jesus to start his ministry and Cana at the wedding. And that's a powerful scene. You know, Jenny, um, here Jesus is saying no, right? Mary says it's time for you to begin your ministry. Jesus says no, but he does anyways. So I think between the lines, we see how Mary was right, mom knows best. 
And yet we continue to see Mary in Jesus' life, in the death, in the resurrection of Jesus, at the ascension. And surely once Jesus has left earth, we say, okay, Mary is, she's done everything, right? Her call is complete. What was her dreams as a little girl? She can go back and live her life now as she first envisioned it. And yet we see Mary one last time in Scripture in the book of Acts waiting in the upper room amongst the apostles, waiting for the Holy Spirit to come upon them, and so she can continue to bring the message and ministry and mission of Jesus in establishing the early church. And what a powerful picture of her ministry, but also of her motherhood. Yeah, yeah. And and she, you say that even before Jesus died and was resurrected, that she had a number of lessons within her life as she was um, caring for Jesus, as she was raising him. And you refer to things like the calling, the the ministry of the Holy Spirit, um, blessing and favor, lifelong faithfulness. Can you touch on some of those for for moms today? Because these are the ways in which they are setting examples for their children. And and Mary didn't need to set an example for Jesus, but she still followed in, in the footsteps that she needed to, to raise the Savior of the world. Absolutely. So starting looking at the calling, exactly what you're saying. Here she is living her life, having the dreams that any young woman would have. And suddenly, in a moment, the angel tells her something that will change the trajectory of her life forever. And, you know, Jenny, before my accent, I only read that as positive and just a small detail in the story. But after my own accent, after going through such a life change myself, where my whole future was unknown... I could resonate with Mary's story in such a different way. So I think all of us, even in the last two years, have gone through such an unexpected change, and we never saw the future as it is, and some of us still feel the future is uncertain. And so we look at Mary's call, and how does she respond? She is wholehearted, isn't she? She gives her all, and she literally, her body physically must give all to answer the call of the angel. And, you know, I think as moms, maybe we can diminish our call, right? While we're just being moms, there's no just a mom, right? And Mary was certainly not just a mom, but she was called to bring the Savior into the world and to bear Christ literally. And Jenny, what I love about Mary's call is how it connects to our own life. Isn't this our call too? To bear Christ. And we do that in our words and our actions to everyone around us, and certainly, above all, to our children. And what a high calling, what an infinite responsibility to be the person who reflects Christ and who teaches our children who Jesus is, above all, through our own example, our words, and our actions. I want to move on to the lessons of Hannah, but I want to give you one last moment to to share the lessons of Mary. Um, She had to walk forth in fear, and it it talks about the fact that she was fearful, but yet she also knew she was blessed and and that she must be faithful. Can you talk about how she held on to that blessing and that favor and, and the need to be faithful, even though she was afraid, even though it was difficult, even though she was probably persecuted in her mind as she saw her son being persecuted? Yes, I love this aspect of her story that you're bringing up, and we see it in a lot of the lives of people in the Bible, where on the one hand, right, the Bible tells us do not fear over and over, and I think sometimes when we do fear, we can feel sinful even. Yeah. But, you know, Jenny, my story is that to move forward in my life, I was terrified, but to have the courage to move forward in fear really reflects so many of the women in the Bible, and Mary is certainly one of them. She was afraid, and yet what did she do? She put all her faith in God. And I think how wonderful to be, you know, 
to feel that you are not the one that's going to make it all possible, but that it's all in God's hands, and we move forward in faith. And indeed, her story is all made possible, as the angel said, because the power of the Holy Spirit came upon her, because God was blessing her. And Jenny, we look at our lives today as moms. We can never forget, we have the power of the Holy Spirit upon us, within us, and helping us to be Christ to our children and to overcome all the challenges we face. And when we have times where we feel fearful, we can simply say, Lord, I'm afraid, and I'm moving forward in faith. And to know that God is with us and God's blessing is upon upon us. The angel says, you know, Mary, you're favored. right? And even later, this theme comes up in Scripture where a woman, Jesus is walking by, a woman calls out, oh, how favored is the woman that bore you? Yes, Mary was favored. What does Jesus say? Blessed are all who hear the Word of God and obey. And again, Jenny, that just brings us into Scripture, doesn't it? We are the people, after the life of Mary, who hears God's Word and obeys. And if we will simply hear and obey, we too have the blessing of Mary. These are huge, right? Imagine living life in the power of the Spirit and the blessing of God. Well, and something occurs to me, we only have about four or five minutes left, and I want you to leave one last lesson of Hannah and then tell folks how to find you in this study. But, you know, she literally had the God of the world, the son of God and and the Holy Spirit inside of her. And I would like for for women out there today and, 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 you know, some people that listen to us do not believe, but I just like you to imagine what that feels like to, to, to know that you have the Holy Spirit in you because that's actually a promise. So you can have that peace. You can have that hope. You can have that feeling of love and blessedness and favor that she literally bore on the inside when she was carrying that baby. And I wish we all viewed it that way. I wish we could all walk around knowing that that's what we have inside of us, almost like we're pregnant with it. All right, so quickly to Hannah. She's another one of the moms that you bring up in the Bible. She's got a lesson to pass on to other moms. So what is the lesson of Hannah in in your Bible study, Women in the Bible? Oh, Jenny, you bring up my favorite woman, Hannah. Here she faces in the impossible situation of infertility, nothing she can do to bear a child. What does she do? She brings it to God. There's a beautiful prayer where she pours out her heart, a very earnest, real, and raw prayer. And then after she prays, the Bible says she stands up, she eats, and she goes on her way, and her face is no longer downcast. And that inspires me so much, Jenny, that this woman, before God could possibly have answered her prayer, she can go forward in faith. And what a reminder to us, pray and then trust God. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. <laughs> I, <laughs> easier said than done. And I wish I could do it daily when I'm having fears about this or that or my kids or my husband or the world. Um, but that's a beautiful lesson. All right, my dear, how do people find you, the Bible study, the the video version of the Bible study, all of it. Sure. My book's available everywhere on Amazon. It's discounted something like $13.50 online. It's an eight-week study. We look at these women in the Bible. We ask lots of questions. And for the women out there who are hesitant to be small group leaders, it's the whole package, including ice-breaking question and a closing prayer. And if you visit my website, you can watch the video series. It's absolutely free, free access. That's womeninthebible.info. Okay. We finished a little early, so I'm going to give you one last minute just to say, what do you think the overall hope is that mom can get from the women and the mothers in the Bible who struggled in their motherhood? Absolutely. 
ladies, let's remember that women before us did incredible things, but it wasn't because they started off so incredible. It's in the ordinary acts. And Mary's incredible. We talk about her. Why? Because she bore a child. And all of us listening today are moms because we bore a child. So God works through the ordinary. He works through the simple things of life. All we need to do is be willing to answer God's call and be obedient when He gives us a task before us. Yeah. And motherhood is one of the most important tasks on the planet. And of course, some moms adopted uh, somebody else's born child, but now they're bearing that child in their life. So, so I love it. Okay. So it is Marina Hoffman, a PhD. You can find her study at womeninthebible.info. Thank you for those lessons. I'm sure moms would like to get more lessons from those moms, more encouragement uh, from those women and moms in the Bible. Thank you, Marina. I so appreciate you being on Channel Mom, my dear. Thank you, and God bless you to all you moms. You are doing the most important act on earth by raising your children. Yeah, amen. Amen. All right, Marina, take care, dear, and uh, hopefully we can talk soon. God bless. Yeah, God bless your mothering, too. She's got that little three-year-old. Okay, this is the time in the show where I encourage you. I mean, I I meant that when I said I I was coming down the mountain struggling with my own worries and fears and things I was upset about. And I thought, man, multiply this times tens of millions. Moms all over the place are feeling some of these same feelings and feeling like on top of that, they have the burden of trying to raise their children well or trying to help their adult children or, or trying to support a husband or trying to do it on their own. And I just want you to know that God sees and he's assigned you this most important task because you are raising up the literal children that he created. You're giving them life by, by feeding them and caring for them and nurturing them. You're, you're giving them lessons that nobody else can give sometimes other than a mom. I know some dads do that as well. But I just want to encourage you that when you think nobody sees and when you think nobody appreciates you and nobody's thanking you, God sees. And it is a very important task that I don't know where the, where the world would be without mothers. And hey, if you need help from Channel Mom, go to channelmom.org. There are all kinds of ways to get help from us there, all kinds of resources, things that we do both on the airwaves and on the ground. I'd love to have you do that. Please pray for us. You can become a partner and you can support us. I would love that. Our prison ministry, our homeless ministry needs volunteers. So if you feel moved to be a volunteer to help moms in prison or to help moms who are coming out of homelessness, I'd appreciate that. In the meantime, take heart, moms. Have hope. God's hope does not disappoint. Hello to my own mom and dad. They listen. God bless you guys. Have a beautiful weekend. If Channel Mom Radio and podcasts give your mom life a boost of encouragement, would you consider supporting us? In order to keep our broadcasts on the air and serve moms and kids on the ground, we need help from listeners like you. You can support us through a one-time donation or by signing up to be a monthly partner at an amount of your choice. Just go to channelmom.org and click donate at the top of the page. New monthly donors will receive a special gift package in the mail. While research shows moms are undervalued and families are struggling to stay together, Channel Mom works to lift up motherhood and add value to your family. We depend on donors like you to provide outreach to at-risk moms in prison and homeless shelters or dealing with single motherhood. Our life-changing programs are over capacity, so your donation will help us serve more moms and kids. Be a part of the change you want to see from others and families. Visit channelmom.org and click donate. We thank you for your generous support, and may God bless you for coming alongside Channel Mom.